0: Because I am finished after that. I try not cry all the time, because it's so pathetic, and when I cry, I ugly cry. Like, oh, I'm just to try not to. Um, yes, how, how amazing is it that God runs our church,? eh? Like, he pretty much so can I tell you what is happening, just so you know that this is the Lord? I, wasn't, I didn't wake up on Saturday going to preach. I've been taking some notes of what I feel God is talking, very abstract notes just on my phone. Luke and I briefly share and he says, that's a preach though. And I'm like, no, it's not though. <laughs> it's just notes. And he's like, no, that's a preach. So I prepare something last night. Uh, I get back from lots of things. I get home last night to prepare something. Uh, my wife prays for me and it just works when she prays. And then okay. I get here. And from the prayer meeting when we started this morning to exactly what just happened now is my entire preach. So I'm not sure what I'm going to talk on. (laughs) So I'm actually not going to, I don't need to land anything. I don't need to close anything. I'm going to read us a couple of things and then I'm going to give us some handles and that's it. Is that cool? So so thank you, Lord, that that you're ahead of our church. It's so amazing. And you are clearly speaking and we're just here to listen and do what you say. Because you speak. Um, Just a quick side note, like Pumza, I don't know what's happened to you over the last while. You've clearly made some decisions, or I think you're overcoming some things, and just keep going. You're an example to all of us, and it's amazing. Just burn, burn, go. Just go, keep going. It's just, when they're giving you the mic, I'm like, just keep the mic with that lady. <laughs> and then I hope you don't mind just quickly, you, sir, in the, in the cap with the, with the blue jersey, what is your name? Glenn. Glenn. Um, I'm so distracted because I, I can't leave my gaze. You just, you're sticking out. And I feel like just God would say, you are, um, you're, you're different to where you find yourself. You're and you may be questioning yourself. You're going, like, why am I so different? The people that you speak to, I don't know where you travel, none of the circles that you travel in and the friends that you have. But the thoughts that you think and, the, and your approach to life, I find you, you think to yourself, why am I different? <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? And I just feel like God's saying there's nothing wrong with you. You're, you're his man. You're his child. And you find yourself in a world that you're estranged to because you, you're concerned for the real true things of God and that just be comfortable with that and just be who you're made to be don't try and fit in because that's never going to work is that cool does it make sense cool man bless you um so my preach is about overcoming and um so I'm literally I'm gonna I'm gonna give us a couple of handles around how I think we can overcome literally what we've just done now is we have said to God that thing that we feel he's telling us to overcome so we all said that right now right and we said God this is my thing I want to overcome so now we're called to be overcomers that is going to move from this Sunday right now and we're going to do that tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day until we overcome is that what we're going to do is that what God is saying? Okay, so let's do that. Let's do that then. Because if God speaks, He wants some action, right? Okay, so let's do that. We straddle two extremes potentially. The one is with this thing that we're trying to overcome, we either flip on the one side and we go, actually, God doesn't really come through. My past experience says to me that actually nothing is going to change. God is actually for real. I sing the songs, but he's not that powerful. And I can never really get freedom of this thing. And I'm stuck with this. So then what do we do? One of two things. We live with it. We live with it. We just reside ourselves and we say, okay, this is how my life is going to be. Or two, we try and fix it ourselves. That route, how's it working out for us? It hasn't worked for me. I've tried that. Then on the other side of the spectrum, we say, God, I trust you then. I'm not going to try and do it myself. I'm not going to try and fix it or overcome or fix myself. I trust you. And then what happens? Sometimes it's taking a bit long. And then we go, but God, like you're not fixing it. My finances haven't changed. I haven't met. My marriage is still the way it is. I'm still anxious all the time. I still struggle with this depression where are you so what do we do we prematurely drop our faith in God and we don't believe that he is who he says he is let's stop this God help us stop this so God is trying to speak to us Dan Barnard came and he said God has placed heaven in our hearts. He preached to that one time. He said, "God has placed heaven in our hearts, and we often are trying to grow spiritually by doing a lot of things that don't work." And he had that garden analogy. He's saying we're we're busy what gardening and things. And the truth is, is that we don't have control over changing our lives, and we're frustrated. And then he said, "What do we have control over? Remember, what do we have control over? Is the soil of our the soil of our hearts." Okay, so I would put to us today that God is trying to speak to us and give us spiritual wisdom in what we do have control over and what we don't. The sooner we understand that, the sooner we can have victory because we don't have zero control because he does ask us to do some things, but you also don't have 100% control because he's doing the work. We're like, okay, God, so what is it? How does it work? Do I have control over my life or, like, or don't I? What is it? And he's saying, firstly, let's be humble and recognize that God, you have overcome and I need to do what it is that you say. Tell me what I need to do and what I don't need to do and I'll do that much, no more, and no less. Does that make sense? Two, Alan, last week, Shared a picture with us about a dry riverbed. What is God saying? And that, and that, and kind of last week there was just water pictures, water gushing. So God is saying we're in a dry riverbed, and He wants to come with His spirit with water and wash all the stuff, this dry junk away. Okay. So for me, I don't know if that makes sense to you. So for me. That speaks of, we don't have control of the water coming through. That is a God thing. We can't like, it's God's going to bring the water. We don't have control over that. We just need to let him. Okay, so there's a huge element of us allowing God to do this. We don't have control over. Then Pumza says, last week, in our joint, a community, we can't come to God and live this Christian life for selfish means. So that we come and we have this Christian life because we want God to bless us or so we want to do things for us. We must come to God because He is the truth. He is the life. He is the way. And we have our being in Him and Him alone before anything He does for us. Was that right, about, Okay. So God speaks water gushing. Pumsa says, get your hearts right. Don't come to God for what He gives you. Come to Him for who He is, because in Him is life. Okay. Okay. So I would put to us the following, if we're going to do this tomorrow and the next day. We, us guys now, we're serious about this prayer that we just prayed now. We're going to clock in a couple of days of overcoming. Okay, let's go. So we just prayed to God now, and we said, Lord, I give this to you. But we're waking up tomorrow, all of us. I am too. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to change? We prayed a prayer now. What's going to change tomorrow? Everything is going to change tomorrow. Everything. Why? We're going to trust God. We're going to wake up every day. And we're going to have faith in Him on that one thing that He spoke to us about. And we're going to clock in daily wins on that thing every day. And if we have a bad day, what are we going to do? We're going to give up faith. Why? Because God is who He says He is, and He's going to do what He says He's going to do. Let's clock some wins, guys. And some of us have said, yes, my marriage has been like this for how many years? My finances have been like this for how many years? I've struggled with this for kind of how many years? So what's your option? What are you gonna do? We're just gonna keep saying that the whole our whole lives. Really? We can't, eh? Is what I'm saying true? Is it? Is it me? Okay, so let's clock in some wins. Let's just get practical then. Okay. So here's what we're not gonna do. We're not gonna wake up tomorrow, grab the wheel, and try and take over what God told us that he would do. Because let's not do that. Fairly obvious. There's nothing we can do. That water is coming, and we can't cause the water. That's God. So what can we do? According to what we've been told, we can get our hearts right. And we can keep ourselves in the faith, trusting God. Right? Let's not get out of the river. Let's stay in the river. God promised water would come and breakthrough would come. Keep the faith and stay in the river. That's all we can do, right? Right? because we're not supernatural. All we can do is trust God. Okay, so how are we gonna do that? We're gonna wake up every day, and we're gonna do the following. I'll put this to us. We're gonna wake up, and we're gonna prioritize spending time with God over anything else. And we have to do it daily, because we're sausages, and we lose faith quickly, and then we come out of the fight. Okay. Okay, I, I mean, it's basic, but... Okay, so just, like, I know we're humble, and all of us are very spiritual and been saved for years, but let, let's just wake up every day and prioritize God over anything else. And what has God said? Gazing. Stop being a sausage. So, so maybe what you don't have to do, I'm going to suggest this to us. Maybe let's not come to God, rattle off the laundry list of everything that we want to change in our lives. We've just said what... God, this one thing I want to overcome in. So let's just focus on that one thing for now. Let's not try and attack 50 things. Is that okay? Let's just stick with that one thing that we said to God. Let's stick to it. Actually, right now, can you write that down on your phones? Can everyone take their phones? The one time I'm going to ask you to take your phones out. Let's go. Take phones out. So we, we got into groups now and we were talking to each other. What was that thing that you were saying to that buddy of yours right now? What was that? What is that thing you said? And can I ask, can you try and keep it to one thing and not 20? Can we just, just do one thing at a time first? Let's overcome progressively. So just, I just want one thing, two max. One, actually, I would prefer. Have you written that down? Who's written that down? Put your phones up. Okay. God, we just pray over what we've written down right now. We are sick and tired of this stuff. We're sick of tired of not believing this, that we can overcome these things. Some of us have fought these things for years, so much so we don't even believe it can change anymore, and we've got to fight for even faith to believe it, it can change. But today you came, God, and we can't dispute that. You came. And we wrote this thing down while we were in your presence. And we bring this thing to you. And God, we believe that we can overcome this thing with your power. Holy Spirit, come alongside us, come inside us, and help us tomorrow and the next day. And we commit to having faith in you every single day until we overcome this. In Jesus' name. Okay, so we're gonna wake up every day and we're gonna have and we're gonna clock wins on this thing. Two, I think we all need a little bit of help. So sometimes, I don't know about you, it's tough. And it's usually tough when I'm by myself. And I wake up and I just lose faith. I'm like, uh, this thing again. Ah, and I just give up. So maybe there is wisdom when Jesus said, Love God with all, ho- there's the two most important commandments in the Bible. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and so I think there's wisdom in the fact that we're supposed to be together. And I don't think it's just for coffee and biscuits and patting ourselves in the back, although that's cool. I think, I think we all need help, guys. It's hard on our own, man. We lose faith, and we just need to be reminded, bro, you got this, dude. Like Not today, I'm feeling, I- you got this, dude. And we're reminding each other that God is big and we can have victory in it. So, can I encourage us just don't leave that thing on your phone by yourself. You're just setting yourself up for like a hard battle. Hey? Who feels comfortable sharing that with someone that you know? Give me, be honest. That's cool. Who doesn't feel so comfortable? Just be honest. I'm, I'm a little reserved, so sometimes less. Cool. A lot of you are comfortable. That is amazing. I think that's a key for us, eh? So, so do, that. do that. Do that today. It doesn't take long. Just, just send a WhatsApp and say, hey man, this is my thing that I wrote down. And what's your thing? And it's cool if you guys can exchange what those things that you are doing and you can help each other. Okay, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna wake up every day. We're going to choose spending time, God, with everything else because without Him we have nothing. We're going to stick to overcoming that one thing. And that's it. And the last thing I'm going to leave us with is I have all these scriptures, but I'm not going to read them. Sorry, recording. But the last thing I'm going to leave us with is do, do you know when we got saved? We all got saved. That was a supernatural work of God, was it not? When we got saved, we're going to heaven. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, it's, and it speaks of in the Bible when we got saved, there's that song, there's that song that says, um, And the nations, they will come holding broken chains above their heads, saying, We have overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We were singing. We're covered in the blood of the Lamb, and we were singing songs of overcoming. Why? Because we are children of a king who has overcome. And as we're in the presence of God, we were just felt like, I'm overcome, I'm an overcomer. Is it because we're amazing and powerful? No, we're just aware that God, you're big. Let's do this. Some of us believe, I did, and sometimes do that when we got saved that first time, we overcome everything. The old is gone and the new has come. I'm gonna have no problems in my life, and that's it, and I'm saved now, and it's great. And then we walk with God a little bit, and then there's some uh, problems. And we're like, whoa, God, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, We've <laughs> got some problems in my life, yeah. I'm saved. Aren't you supposed to, oh, oh, it's not heaven on earth because here comes the scripture In this world John 16:33 In this world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world Let's do some scriptures then Revelation 3:14 Revelation 3:14 To the one who is victorious I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my Father in his throne Jesus said he was victorious, okay? He went through everything that we, th- we, we, we went through, all the temptations, everything that we struggle with, he went through. He was victorious and sat down on the throne next to his dad. And what is he saying about us? Let's read the scripture again. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was. So what is he saying? Just as I was, so will you be. Let's go. And I think some of us are trying to be victorious in our own strength. And he's saying, "That's not a smart move, dude. I just don't know if you recall. I'm the victorious one. You're not so much. <laughs> so if you want to have victory, get with me, and do what I did. And what did I do? I did whatever my Father in Heaven told me to do. Guys, are these truths or are these truths from the Bible? From the Bible. 1 John 5 verse 4, last scripture. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So I'm going to put this to us. God wants us to overcome. Is that clear in scripture? Do we overcome everything that we go through on the day that we get saved? So what? It's a progressive overcoming, is it not? So let's keep overcoming every day then. Why are we quitting? So we can overcome some things but not other things. Who says? Our faith says. Stop it. God, give us faith, Lord. Give us faith, God. We want to believe you and trust you. When you come back, you said, will you really find faith on earth? Yes, you will in us, Lord. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Okay. I'm going to say it one last time and then we're wrapping up. Tomorrow we wake up and we're not quitting this. We're not. Tomorrow we're waking up and we're going to focus on that one thing. We wrote it down on our phones. Two, we're going to tell someone so when we're feeling down, they can help us. And three, we're not going to stop spending time with God until we overcome that one thing. When we overcome that one thing, what are we going to do? Get on to the next thing. Is that cool? Amen if you're going to do it. Cool. That's it.
1: I just want to say publicly, you are such a gift to this, this church, my friend. I, I see so much of Jesus in you. I wish I could be more like you. And you are such an, you and Jane, your beautiful children. I can't explain to you what you guys have added to this body. And we're living, we're living in the victories that you're fighting. We're living in the overcoming that you are, those battles you're picking. We're living in, in, in that victory. So thank you so much for what you guys do for us as a church. I want to ask someone to come forward and read a scripture that they brought to me in worship. Could that person please come forward? (laughs) So in worship, Melissa brought a scripture to me, not knowing really where the service was going. And this is the scripture that she brought to me. I I knew at the time it was going to be, it was good. I just didn't know when. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. When Liesel brought a scripture in, in worship, she read the same scripture three times. And it was almost as every time she read it, it felt like, like I could have more weight and more gravity. So I want to read this one more time as the word of God. Your reality isn't the battle you're facing. This is the reality. You, you've subscribed to a kingdom beyond what the eyes can see and the, and the hands can touch. You've subscribed to a kingdom of eternity, a kingdom beyond this one. And our reality is this, that in all things, in every single area of your life, in your family, in your health, in your finances, in your disappointments, in your hurt, in your shame, in your guilt, not some things, in your sin, in your addiction, in the worst, darkest, most broken parts of you, in all things, you are more than a conqueror. You are not a victim, you are a victor. In all things, every part of your life. You are more than a conqueror through Him, Jesus, who loves us. As we spoke the name of Jesus, what we actually do is we get behind Him and say, He's fighting this battle for me. Good luck. And it says, I am sure What does sure mean? I am certain. I am absolutely confident. There's no doubt. There's no unbelief. There's no fear. There's no second guessing. I am 100% convinced. I know for a fact that death or life, angels or rulers here on earth, things present or things to come, height, depth, or anything else in creation, will be able to separate me from my Jesus. Nothing. I am absolutely certain that whatever I'm going through, whatever I've been through, whatever I'm facing, wherever I am at, number one, it is Him who causes me to be a conqueror at all times and always. And number two, nothing that the enemy or anyone can throw at you will ever separate you from His love. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that as Anton shared, we're going to wake up tomorrow and pick a couple of fights. But it's different because we know we've already won these fights. We know we're already victors in Christ and overcomers in you, Jesus. We know that in all things, every single thing, it might be it look overwhelming, it might look like a mountain, it might be a, 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 a mighty ocean in front of you, but in all things, we are more than conquerors. In you, Jesus. So, Father, we pick up that as our identity, an overcomer, a conqueror, and someone who's already won a great victory, Father. And we step into that, and we thank you that you've already begun the great work. And the word says, he who has begun it will finish it. So I thank you of every heart and mind. I pray for courage and boldness to pick these fights, to pick these battles, and to get great victory in your precious name. Amen.